This is a special Make a Referral Week podcast. If you're enjoying Make a Referral Week, you can keep it alive all year long. Just participate in Make a Referral Monday on Twitter. Make your referral and then use the hashtag M-A-R-M and you're participating. Thanks. Let's go make a referral. Hello and welcome to yet another special Make a Referral Week edition of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast. This is your host, John Jantz, and my guest today is Michael Port. He is a fabulous speaker and author now of, of many books. He has become a prolific writer, but certainly ones you know of Book Yourself Solid, Beyond Booked Solid, The Contrarian Effect, Why It Pays to Take Typical Sales Advice and Do the Opposite. And he's got another book coming out uh, next month. By the time you hear this, it'll be out, uh, The Think Big Manifesto. So, Michael, thanks for joining me. You're very welcome. Thanks for inviting me. So for the two or three people that might not be aware of what Book Yourself Solid is is all about, um, you know, I, I, I imagine for some people... That's a pretty exciting uh, idea. So, so what's the premise or, or sort of the central idea behind getting yourself booked solid? Well, first of all, booked solid should be uh, your own personal definition. Yeah, right. Based on, you know, the kind of work you do, the kind of time, uh, the way you want to spend your time, um, and, uh, and uh, the way you want to be in service to others. So we're not just so, talking about the insurance salesperson who wants to fill up their day. Oh, no. No, yeah. no, no. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I, I originally wrote the book for people in service-based businesses, and, you know, the, that runs the gamut. You know, there are mm-hmm. financial-based uh, businesses. There's the health and wellness um, side of the, you know, the equation. Um, you know, there's the uh, creative uh, folks. So there's so many people who really do need to book themselves solid with clients of, of one sort or another. But sometimes people get nervous with this idea of booked solid because it means – that you don't have any free time. That's, uh, that, that, that's the thought, and it doesn't mean that at all. It just means you book the business in a way that uh, supports your goals. So the first thing I say is always very specific, very, very clear um, goals. What are you trying to achieve? And then you use the, you know, the, the book yourself solid way to go uh, about you know, um, actually achieving that goal. So it's very simple. I, I'm not that bright, so I need to keep things very simple. <laughs> Well, well, and I think that uh, that that, as I recall, is is a bit of the premise of the second book, and that that it's beyond book solid is yeah. is not that now you're like working at night too. <laughs> it's uh, it's the yeah. idea that that, well, that you're going to get more life now. Well, he, yeah, I mean, here's the thing. I, I think that sometimes um, we like to skip the foundational steps. You know, we we you know, it's, it's sort of like a. A lot of people think, well, that's too simple. I, you know, I don't need that. I need the really complicated stuff, really complicated tactical stuff. And, you know, the fact of the matter is, you know, you're doing this whole series around referrals. Referral, the, uh, the concept of a referral is a very simple concept. And you will never um, trick people into giving you referrals. You, you probably won't, you know, get more referrals by being uh, overly tactical in the way you go about you know, uh, trying to get referrals because it, it, you often, you know, sort of stink up the place when you do it. Right. But, you know, your whole business is based on getting referrals, you know, in order to get booked solid. But it, until, you, until you understand, until you have a really good foundation to the business, the referrals don't come in. So the idea of getting beyond booked solid, building something that's scalable and leverageable and very profitable, 
um, you know, is harder until you know how to create a stream of clients coming into you that, uh, you know, that will always support this business um, as you move forward. So I think first you focus on how to get books out because that's the most uh, sort of critical uh, aspect of the business. And yeah, you may work a lot. Yeah, you may trade your time for money. Yeah, you know, you, you may uh, get frustrated with doing things that you don't necessarily want to do in your business, but I think it's a really important learning curve to go through. I think if you, you know, it's sort of like if you don't do the time, uh, then then you, you you may not really appreciate or understand um, how to actually go beyond that and build something even greater. Well, uh, I, it can't be done the other way, but but what, from what I've seen is I think the foundational elements are very important. Well, and I think that the, one of the things that you really teach is is you know you're not just selling your time. You know you're constantly looking for this idea of how to leverage that, and yeah. and it's it, it gets a lot easier to leverage it when you actually do own it and you, you yeah. do know what you're talking about and you've well, look, you've been it, your customer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look, you know, in book your, in the in my first book, book yourself solid. I, I really just broke it down into three modules. There's three sequential uh, steps that I think one needs to take. I think first we build a foundation for the business. Second. We put a plan into place to build trust and credibility. And third, we execute you know, the core self-promotion strategies. Not every promotion strategy in the world, but just the ones that are mandatory uh, and you know, maybe one or two that are optional but really speak to our strengths and, uh, and the way that we would like to promote ourselves. But you don't want to do that marketing. You don't want to go around promoting your business, trying to get referrals day in and day out like that thing that you know, when you get out of whatever – you know, it was training school, you, you get out of chiropractic school, and they say, oh, send a letter to all your friends and family. Hey, I just got out of school. You know anybody that wants me to crack your back? Right. I mean, it just, you know, you know, I'm not sending you to, you know, the, I'm not sending my, you know, 60-year-old mother to you on your first week of being out of school. So those kind of referral letters generally, you know, don't work so well. So you've got to have a plan for building trust and credibility. You've got to have this foundation so that when you finally go out and do your marketing, you use the core promotional strategies they come back to you, they see you've got this foundation, they want to step on it because it looks solid, it looks secure. They go, okay, this is a good place to be. But that's not going to get you book solid. That's just the first step. When they step onto this foundation, they will then, if you're lucky, give you the opportunity to earn their trust. And that's when you need to build trust over time. And, and, uh, and without a very, very um, uh, engaging gracious, gracious uh, uh, and generous sales cycle, I think it's very difficult to do so. Well, and, and in fact, I, I'm, I'm glad you keep focusing on the trust word because, you know, I've often talked to people about referrals being the, the, the borrowing and lending of trust. Yes. And, and that's, you know, to, to the degree you can build up that storehouse, uh, the, the, then that will be your measure of how much of that you're going to be able to participate in. Well, look, you know, I just sent an email today to the booker of a show, TV show on MSNBC, a show that I'm, I'm often on, a, a sort of, I guess I, I'm a recurring character now. <laughs> um, and uh, I, I sent a refer, I referred another author that I know who I just think is phenomenal. I mean, this guy is off the charts. I referred him over there, and I talked about why he's so great and, you know, really what his attributes are. And I know he's going to go in there and knock it out of the park, and they're going to come to me and say, oh, my God, thank you so much for that right. referral. Yeah. But people get very nervous about it. I mean, I'm not going to just send anyone over to this TV show because if I send one person that doesn't do a great job, okay, I can get away with it. But if I send two people that don't do a great job, that's it. Uh, yeah. You know, they've lost their trust in me. Right. Well, now, now I know why you haven't referred me. <laughs> 
So, you're too famous. You're no. just too big. You're just, you got this publishing empire. I, I couldn't even, you know, get you on the phone. I don't know, you know. So your your more recent book, The Contrarian Effect. Uh, yeah. You know what? Are, what are the typical sales? What is the typical sales advice that you're saying people should do the opposite? Well, look, we 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 know that you know most people are afraid of salespeople. Even salespeople are afraid of salespeople, right. and especially in this economy, uh, everybody is being even more aggressive with their sales tactic, and actually it's turning people off more because they're already pulling back. So yeah. you've got this very sort of negative interaction that's going on between the customer and the salesperson. And if you look at most of the sales tactics, they actually started in the early 1800s um, by a guy named John Patterson. You know who he is? Yeah, I've, I've, yeah, yeah. I've certainly read The founder of National Cash Register. They right. created this uh, primer they called it the, uh, the, it was this primer, and it was really like the first sort of sales guide uh, that got popular. And they talked about closing tactics. They talked about assuming the sale. They talked about all these things that are still in play today. But the environment is so different. I mean, you know, the idea of, um, of uh, playing the numbers game just doesn't work in the age of the do not call and the firewall. Yeah, right, right, right. So, right. But cold calling, although... You know, it sometimes works well to call somebody up on the phone. It doesn't work quite as well as it maybe did when not even not everybody even had a phone, right? When you know it was a big deal to even get a call. So it's just a very different environment. And um, you know, so anyhow, so for example, uh, closing tactics, right? right? A lot of people think closing tactics are, are very very important in a sale. And it, actually, studies have shown, uh, Neil Rackman did uh, a huge study on this, uh, he wrote a book about it, actually, um, where they actually proved that closing tactics and high-value sales not only didn't help the sale, but actually hurt the sale. Actually hurt the sale, because the educated buyer, the buyer who uh, you know is buying something that is very expensive, or even moderately expensive, meaning more expensive than a pack of gum, does not want to be put under pressure, period. And so, you know, there's, the salesmen have this idea because they, they misplace um, the success of the sale, meaning they, they go, they had a sale, they used a closing tactic, and they got the business, and they go home and go, yes, it was because I used the banana split close. Right. <laughs> well, actually, it had nothing to do with that. that. Actually, they're lucky they got the sale because, you know, they were using that close. But then they go and do it more and more, and it actually sort of uh, continues to work against them. That's very different. Closing tactics are very different than continuously moving something forward so somebody is uh, moving through your sales cycle. But instead of closing, the opposite is opening. So instead of when you first meet somebody trying to make a sale, trying to be you know, sort of aggressive in talking about your products or what you offer, you simply invite them to what I call your always have something to invite them to offer. It is a terrible name for something, but it tells you exactly what it is. Right. You should always have something to invite people to. So, you know, every single week I do a teleseminar. It's called the Think Big Revolution. Mm-hmm. You know, people can come, think bigger about who they are, what they offer the world. I bring a different topic that will help them do so. Sometimes it's around sales. Sometimes it's around entrepreneurship. Sometimes it has nothing to do with, uh, with business at all. But it's going to help them think big. I'll bring guests, friends, etc. So I can go and I can invite people. It's free. It always will be. Nobody owns big ideas. And this way I can start to build trust with people. And when you do those kinds of things on a consistent basis, um, you, you show up the same way all the time. 
you start to build trust. These are openings. These are offers. Then I might make some other kind of offer which has a low barrier for entry. Then another offer which has a low barrier for entry. Then another offer which is monetized. Then another offer which is monetized a little bit more. But over time, we're building up this trust because I'm demonstrating that I am who I am. You know, I am who I say I am. Uh, and they're all based on opening offers, not closing tactics. Very different. Yeah. Well, and, and you know, one of the things that I think a lot of people – uh, don't not enough people are grabbing onto is the fact that the internet and and the uh, technology and the social networks and all these tools that are out there are making this so much easier to do and and so much cheaper to do in effect. Of course, and also I mean look, but and also from the other perspective, if you're trying to sell something, um, you know there, there's I remember um, and I I will not mention his name because you'll know who he is, but I I was at, I was at this. Um, uh, broadcast television event where I was speaking right after this fellow who's very famous. The guy's been around forever. And we, it was a sales, you know, um, uh, conference. And he went first, and his was 30 minutes, then I was 30 minutes, and he was talking about sales, and then I had to come in and do my thing, and it was literally contrarian to every single thing he said. Hmm. And one of the things he said was, never, ever, ever tell them the price until you've, you know, gone through all the features and benefits. Well, I'm sorry, but in this day and age, uh, the first thing I want to know is the price, and I can find it out. And look, you know, you're an expert in web. If I go to your website and I can't figure out how much something costs, I don't want to waste my time. It just may really, it will actually piss your customers off. Yeah, and you know, a lot of times, too, I think that that the savvy buyer, they're not listening until they hear the price. And, exactly. and, and so, I, you know, I, I use that tactic all the time. It's like, hey, here's what it costs. I want to get that out of the way so that I can now tell, now I can demonstrate to you the value of what that That's costs. Right. <laughs> and so, you know, the thing is, it's actually very simple. It's just being transparent. Yeah. You know, it's sort of like getting rid of these old ideas that everything needs to be so contrived and manipulated. And you say, look, here's the deal. And also, here's the thing about the sales cycle that's so important. What I've found, and you tell me if this is the case for you, what I've found is that when I make high-value sales offers, offers that you know, uh, cost a lot, right, but have a lot of uh, return on the investment, when I make those kind of offers, the people that come to buy them, when they want to call me up and they ask questions, which people would see as a, now I've got to do a sales call with them and close them, right. that's how most people would think. I don't think about it that way, because what I've found is when I get those calls, there's really no quote-unquote selling going on, because they just want confirmation, affirmation that their thoughts about this are correct. Mm-hmm. Or they just want to have a sort of fa- uh, voice-to-voice or face-to-face, whatever it is. And they maybe have a couple questions that are sort of technical in nature. But they already want to buy, if they've already been through your sales cycle, if they're reaching out That's to right. you about it, there shouldn't be a lot of you know, closing going on, because they're there, they want to raise their hand, they just need confirmation or affirmation. It's a very different feeling going on between the two parties. Yeah, and I, I tell you, it, 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 it takes a little more work on the front end. It's a lot easier to just, you know, pick up the phone and dial. But uh, building the system you're talking about, it does take a little more work on the front end. But it is so much easier and so much more profitable to operate on the other end. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and again, look, you know, one of the questions I get on uh, all these television shows every single time is, yeah, but there's a crisis right now. And yeah. what do people do to sell this very minute? I say, well, you know what? Deal with it. You're not going to. Right. Right. Just deal with it. And come through this in a way, you know, that makes you and your relationships uh, with your customers stronger than they've ever been before because of what you're doing for them without even asking for that much in return. 
You have a book coming out in April, The Think Big Manifesto. I want to read you this statement because I think it fits perfectly well with what we're talking about this week, and this will be a great place to uh, to wrap up today. And this is a manifesto of collaboration. It's not about one person thinking big alone on the island of their dreams. It's about one person thinking big and showing others how to think big and so on and so on. And I think that is a um, tremendous positioning for this whole idea of, of referrals, period. Yep. You know, we we it's. I understand it. I do. I I understand this this sort of feeling that we have that we're supposed to hold on to our leads and and you know keep tight our resources. But you know what? That's not how they grow. It's just not. There's so many opportunities in this wealthy, wealthy country that we live in. Even though we're going through a recession, this is the wealthiest country in the world. So many opportunities, and we can only grow these opportunities by sharing what we have. And so if we just get rid of this competitive mentality that somehow, you know, uh, if you get the client, then I'm not going to get another client. That's ridiculous. (laughs) You know? And also, look, I, I also firmly feel that there are certain people that we're meant to serve, and others that were not. So you are meant to serve certain people. I'm meant to serve certain people, and we're meant to serve some of the same people. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, the I know the book is not out yet, but uh, you you have built a, kind of an online community, and and tell us where people can find that community. Where oh, they, sure. Where they can jump in and and start thinking big with you. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, certainly you can find you know you can uh, go pick up a whole bunch of chap free chapters of all my books at michaelport.com. But I also created a site called thinkbigrevolution.com, which is a social networking site for big thinkers, no small thinkers allowed, uh, and it's free. It always will be. Nobody owns big ideas. And it's a place where you can join revolutions in progress, revolutions about health, wealth, um, you know, love, uh, you know, uh, friendship, whatever is going on in there. Um, there's many, many revolutions in progress, or you can start your own revolution about whatever you stand for. There are, um, you know, there's over, I mean, there's uh, now over a thousand people in there. Uh, it's brand new, so that's, you know, not bad for yeah. just being uh, around for, you know, a few weeks now. And uh, it's going to keep growing, 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 and the more people that are in there, the more opportunities you have to connect with big thinkers around the world. Uh, you can have your own sort of uh, what you know what some would call blog uh, posts, but I call them manifestos, where you can write about what you believe and what you stand for, share that with the world. Um, there's a meeting hall where everybody can get together and talk about uh, big thinking. So uh, anyhow, that's free. If you want to go in there, check it out and enjoy yourself. Michael, it's always great to talk with you. Uh, I know we will do it again soon. Thank you so much. Thank you.